You're listening to episode 2.40 of the Midlife Improvement Project. And on this week's episode, I'm chatting with Lara Frenjen, a holistic nutritionist who works with women over 40 to regain their energy, body confidence, and health. Let's go. Welcome to the Midlife Improvement Project, a podcast about what really matters as you negotiate midlife. Some might call this time of life a crisis, but I want to introduce you to the idea that it's an awakening. This is a time to listen to your soul, to find your purpose, to reflect on what you really want to do and be in the days you have left here on planet Earth, and then write your own midlife manifesto. You are not less of yourself on the other side of midlife, you are more. This is a time to be celebrated, not tolerated. I'm your midlife wake-up coach, Dr. Peggy Malone. I am a healthcare provider turned life coach who helps women in midlife lean into the magic of being a woman as we head into the second half. I help you to decide where you want to go next with this one precious life and really claim all of your big dreams and goals while caring less about what anyone else thinks about it. After all, if someone is going to be unhappy with your life, it shouldn't be you. I've just passed the milestone of turning 50 and I want to use this podcast as my midlife manifesto. There will be no fading into the background and quietly living out my golden years with the assumption that my best years are behind me over here. I'm just getting started. I invite you to come with me. Listen in each week as I help you to wake up to what's possible for you in midlife as you learn to increase your self-awareness and your confidence, get curious about what got you here, and get clear about where you want to go next on the way to being an even better you. Let's get after it. Lara is a registered holistic nutritionist specializing in helping women over 40 regain their energy, body confidence, and health. As an authority in women's nutrition, she brings a fresh and compelling approach to the health industry. She has been featured on Rogers TV, ABC, and Medium, among other media publications, given her vast experience in nutrition. As a former corporate controller and CPA and a mother of two teenage daughters, she understands how defeating it is to feel like you're losing your vitality as you approach your 40s. She has worked with hundreds of women, helping them regain their energy, mental health, and body confidence, utilizing her proven program, the Triple M Method. As I have entered into what I like to call my midlife lady sweats, I have been negotiating a bunch of new and interesting symptoms that have popped up in my perimenopause journey. I have found that my stress tolerance is less than it once was, my body doesn't respond the same as it once did to exercise, and my belly is definitely softer than it used to be. These changes and many others are very common for many women during this time of life, and I know that a lot of women are looking for answers to help them to be as healthy as they can be through the midlife transition. My guest today is here to shed some light on why these symptoms and challenges are so common for us midlife ladies, and she is going to share some strategies to help us rock this time of life and be as healthy as we can be. Laura, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Peggy. It's my absolute pleasure to be here. I would love it if you would start today by just telling us a little bit about you, about your story, and because this is the Midlife Improvement Project, especially your midlife story. I want to, you to share sort of some of your personal experiences and challenges that you've experienced as you entered your 40s and how that, that's impacted your overall well-being and your daily life. That's good. Good, good question to start with. <laughs> um, so I am a holistic, holistic nutritionist. Um, I've been practicing since uh, about 2016. And, um, you know, I started practicing and I was feeling great and everything that I was doing was extremely effective until um, I hit my 40s. And then I felt like 
everything changed. So this is actually my second career. I started off in accounting and finance. I was a corporate controller for years. And, um, you know, that had a certain set of challenges. But nutrition was always my passion. It was always something that I naturally gravitated towards. I'm Armenian. We love food. It's just part of our culture. And I always gravitated towards healthy food. So I was this healthy eater, a mover, exerciser. I did experience some of my issues, you know, postpartum. Um, but everything was fine, you know, with some tweaks and changes to my nutrition, it was everything was balanced out. But then I hit my 40s. And it was like, everything changed. And I started to experience things like, I think the thing that I could describe most, yes, I gained weight, my midsection got a little softer, my body changed. But for me, that was like, yeah, annoying. But it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, it didn't rock my world. What rocked my world is that my mind felt crazy. Like, I just couldn't I couldn't focus. I really feel like I I might have had ADHD or something like that. I felt anxious. If someone dropped something new for me to do on my desk, it was like my world was over. I couldn't handle any new stress. And I went to my doctor and I said, what is happening? I don't know what's going on. And she said, oh, it might be perimenopause. And that was shocking to me. That was the first time that I heard that word. Um, because I thought mm, 55 <laughs> perimenopause, you know, and then like it was just like, oh, my period will just end. And then it'll just be this magical period where I, you know, I don't have my period anymore. But it was not magical. It was extremely uncomfortable. And, um, and yeah, so then started my shift in focus. And I thought, I don't want, so I mean, first I had to figure it out for myself, what was happening, what did I need to do? And then the next shift, once I figured it out, was like, I need to help other women going through this. And um, that's what I did. <laughs> and here I am. Oh my God, I love it so much. I'm gonna pause for one second. I'm just gonna change my Wi-Fi channel just because this one seems to be a little flickery. Okay, and I'm back. Um, just want to make sure I'm still recording. So what you've described is something that I resonate with as going through perimenopause myself at the moment, and all of my clients and patients have some version of this same story. So what do you think is the best strategy that some, and first of all, can I also say, I love that your doctor said it could be perimenopause because a lot of women go to the doctor and they just give them an antidepressant or they'll tell them that they're stressed and they're anxious. And the fact that your doctor actually is aware that it's perimenopause or could be perimenopause, that I think puts us a step ahead, which is beautiful. Um, so in your uh, practice, what what's the first strategy that you would offer to somebody that would come to you with these sort of symptoms? Sure. So the first thing that I do is, I mean, there's three different areas that I focus on there. We all have our root issues. Okay. So everyone's body is very different. And the first thing I do is understand what is their root issue, because, you know, not every woman goes through this. So there was something going on in my body and the women that do experience this. Yes, we all go through hormonal shifts, 
but not all of us are experiencing these symptoms, right? Um, not all of us are gaining weight. Like I, I know women who are, you know, in their 60s, they just kind of like floated there and they're still lean and they still have energy and they, they look and feel amazing. And then there are women who starts could start as early as 35 and they experience these symptoms. So the first thing that I do and the first thing that I had to do with myself is like, what is going on? What is my root issue? So it's it's uncovering that. So it's like three things that I work on is uh, hormones, metabolism and tapping into your intuition and really eating intuitively for your body. So I think the first two is what I'm talking about right now. So understanding what are your hormonal shifts, and we can do that a few ways. One is just, you know, I'm so familiar with the patterns now. I can almost tell, you know, is it estrogen? Is it progesterone dropping too fast? Is it really just a stress cycle? And once we reduce cortisol, is that what we need to do? Or is it a metabolic? Is there so much stress on the body because of your metabolic breakdown? Is it, you know, you're nutrient deficient? Your day is just erratic. You're not getting enough sunlight. You're just, you know, living indoors and, you know, post COVID, you're still just work, you know, working from home and never going out. What is going on in your life and your body that's causing this reaction? Because if we, there's always a, there's always like a, a breaking point. And I could pinpoint when I go back, I know what happened and I know what tipped me off. There were like inklings before, but this one thing happened in my life. And after that, everything changed. And there was a, a very stressful period. So that's what tipped me off. And that's when my hormones went erratic, my nutrients became imbalanced, and I did blood work and hair tissue tests to identify those. There were some things that I did in order to like pinpoint it, but it's it's really understanding what's happening hormonally and metabolically that's causing these shifts to be so um, symptomatic for you. Okay, so and you then we, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna yeah. say you mentioned that you can like pinpoint it just based on the story that a woman tells you. So what are some examples of some stories that you hear when you're like, oh, we have to look here first? Okay, so one common one, let's say progesterone. It, one of the first things that happens is progesterone starts to decline at a really rapid rate. And some of the symptoms of low progesterone. So it almost starts with that. Okay, so it starts from what the patterns that I see at this point <laughs> um, is progesterone starts to decline and um, energy goes, um, you become, feel more irritable, you, your sleep starts to um, become broken um, and, and you start to put on weight in this midsection area. So your midsection gets a little bit softer. And then we have another pattern where if this continues for a long enough period, estrogen, um, we become more estrogen dominant. So we start to put on even more weight, but now in different parts of our body. So we become more hippie and curvy in our, you know, hips and thighs. We start to put on weight in our upper arms, our breasts actually grow. So we become more estrogen dominant. So yes, at progesterone is lower, but estrogen is going just skyrocketing at this point because we haven't dealt with the low progesterone issue. And then we go through cycles of 
estrogen drops and and because you know, during this period estrogen is just all over the place so sometimes we'll be estrogen dominant and then sometimes but generally we're going in the trajectory of estrogen dominance because progesterone is so low so what we need to do is bring up this progesterone um, as naturally as we can and through you know food and lifestyle changes and some supplementation progesterone can definitely go up and then your mind can feel calm again that's that's what i did when i started healing is i just dealt with like i didn't go into hormone replacement therapy i didn't do any of that it was just truly through clear clear lifestyle changes nutritional changes and just supplementation based on what my body needed at that time. Okay. So I'm sure that when there are women listening to this, they're putting up their hand and they're like, Lara, it's me. It's me. You're talking about me. So what are some of the lifestyle changes that you implemented and that you would recommend they do if they have these patterns? Sure. So, I mean, okay. We're women. We grew up in the eighties and nineties, right? So, um, we're, I, I don't want to say blanket statement, but a lot of us have been trained up that we need to address the weight gain first. So most of us go there and, and this is breaks my heart because most of the people that come to me are doing everything. And I was doing everything. I was doing the fasted workouts. I was do, running. I was adopting the HIIT training. Um, what was I doing? I was, um, I'm not concerned about protein really at that point. Um, I actually leaned towards more of a plant-based diet. So I was eating lots of vegetables, lots of legumes, etc. And my digestion was just getting worse and worse as I did that. Um, I wasn't focused on sleep, you know, like, especially as a practitioner, you're such a caregiver. So I was practicing at this time, but I cared so much about my clients and was working so hard to make this shift from accounting to nutrition that I was tapping myself out. So what I had to do is like scale it back and really be honest and listen to my body. So out went the fasted workouts. I started to eat. I actually introduced protein, animal protein back into my diet. Um, I introduced things that I had cut out. Um, I like really the first place that I started was like, I need to sleep and I really need to focus on my sleep. And I really need to focus on calming my nervous system because everything in my body was telling me that I was stressed, you know, like, if I put my hand on my belly, I had like a second heartbeat. It was like my body was always uh, under stress. I wasn't digesting well. I was bloated all the time. Like why? My digestion was like, you can't be stressed and digesting well at the same time. So I had to say, we're going to park it. If I am going to park the running I'm going to park the fasted workouts. They're just not serving me well. And I don't, I got to a place where I said, I don't care if I have an extra 10 pounds on me. I'm okay with it. I need to feel better. So my Amen. measure, Amen. right? <laughs> like my measure of health was no longer fitting into my old pants because you know what? They don't fit anymore anyway, because our body changes. Like my, I don't know about you, but my hips, bone has expanded. <laughs> <laughs> yes same 
It does because, you know, and I had to research it because I thought, what am I doing? Am I doing something wrong? And when I read the research, no, we grow more bone on our hips and our, our, um, our rib, the shape of our ribs actually change where they become more pointy. So clothes will fit us differently. And I realized this because one time I was zipping up my coat and my zipper got stuck like right about here in my rib cage. And I thought, okay, that cannot be fat because I've not gained fat in that area. <laughs> so I read the research and um, apparently our ribs change shape. So I say this because we really need to be gracious and have realistic expectations of our body, what our body could look like, and it could feel absolutely amazing, okay? Okay, so I'm not gonna remove expectations of feeling amazing. I could honestly say, I'm 47, I feel better today than I did in my 20s. No word of a lie. I mean, I had kids, I was falling asleep with them, like much, much, I'm much better now. This does not happen. But we have to be realistic with our body. And that's one of the things that I did. And that's where talking about intuition comes in, like tapping into your intuition. I had to really say, it's okay, Laura. If you, are, if this is your now body, it's okay. Let's just heal it. Amazing. Tell me more about tapping into your intuition because I, that's right in my wheelhouse. And I love that. And um, I, and my listeners want to hear more about that. So tell me more about that. Sure. So, well, it is being listening to your body. So we all have a way of eating that works best for us. And it looks a little bit different for everybody. I'm at a place in my life where intermittent fasting, I fast between my meals, I eat three square meals, this is what works for my body. But I need a snack before bed. Because if I don't, I know that I wake up in the middle of the night and cortisol is spiking this is just where my body's at in this stage of my life well i need a midnight snack you know for the rest of my life i don't know but um do i gain weight when i do that absolutely not um do i feel better when i eat a more carbohydrate rich um at dinner like protein forward but more carbs yeah, I sleep better. So this is where I talk about tapping into your intuition. It's really listening to your body. It's not following what Lara told you to eat. It's taking that as like, because these are guidelines that I give that are, you know, I can't be in your body, right? Telling you what to eat every single meal. I could give you general guidelines. This is what works for women who are experiencing this. But always, always listen to your body. If you are tapped out, if you feel like you need a nap after working out, your body's clearly telling you that's not what it needs at this time. Did I, was I able to go back to running? Yeah, I love to run. I love the cardio. Um, like I love the feeling after a run, my heart, my breathing. Was I able to go back to it? Yes, but very gradually. And I really was, um, honest with myself and if I didn't if I if it didn't feel good like I would do periodic tests and if it didn't feel good I would stop no judgment no hating on myself because my body wasn't there yet I was totally cool with never having being able to run again that was okay but it's this is where I talk about tapping into your intuition and um, really listening to your body and being your own 
quote unquote doctor because your doctor is never going to be in your body I never go but you can learn to feel what works best for you does that make sense yeah it's amazing and I, I love it because I think in general and you've probably seen this with your clients women have this we've been sort of conditioned to take care of everyone else outside of us and so we lose connection with our own selves and so you're just allowing people to get back inside their own body and reconnect with themselves which is beautiful and i think that that is going to have ripples that go out further than just how their body feels it'll affect everything in their life their relationships right. what's going on with their kids their work all of it so yeah i love this it's true true yeah. Um, and in that vein, I spend a lot of time with my clients reminding them that when a woman puts herself first, everyone around her benefits. And as I said, um, we've sort of been conditioned as women to take care of everyone else. And so they think that this piece of information feels counterintuitive. So I want to empower women, especially in midlife, who've been taking care of everyone else for a couple of decades uh, to allow themselves to put themselves first. But it's a bit of a hard sell. So I'm curious to know what your advice is for your clients or for women or for me about this subject matter. I think it's a really important one. And, and it's, uh, it really, you know, if you take care of yourself, you're able to show up for the world better. Okay. So I was thinking about this the other day and I thought, because I, I love to exercise. I love to move my body. It's just such a, I never did. Okay, just just full disclosure. I hated to work out. Like I literally hated to move my body. And now I'm in a place where I love to move it. Like I was telling my husband last night, I'm like, I'm looking forward to my workout tomorrow morning. Not a fasted workout. <laughs> I exposed my eyes to sunlight before. I did a little stretch. I calmed my nerve system. And then I worked out. Not a high intensity, but uh, whatever. But here I am loving to work out. And I thought, I was having this thought, you know, maybe a couple of weeks ago, I thought, if I were to die, you know, suddenly, would I regret the time that I had put into workout? Because it takes up a good chunk of my day, right? It takes up an hour of every day because I have a rhythm and I do my thing. And then I thought, absolutely not, because it affects the way that I show up to everything else in my life it's like the thing that makes me happy it gives me a good boost it makes me feel good in my body it makes me have more energy so I show up for everyone and everything else including my clients including my practice including my children and my husband and my friends and family I show up very differently when I invest in myself so Heck no, I will never regret spending that hour that day because here I was having this, you know, because people are passing and there's stuff changing in our lives, right? And I'm thinking, am I spending my time wisely? And it was a resounding yes um, for me because of that, you know, because people are really important to me. The people in my life are exceptionally important and I love relationships and it's the thing that I'm here for right I, I just know that people are the thing um because I was thinking am I maybe I could spend that time spending time with people calling people and I thought no no there's I'm gonna have a completely different presence if I don't invest myself and it started gradually for me like I reached a place in my life where I was like you know what guys if you don't want to eat this it's okay I'm still gonna buy it for me 
if you guys want to dig into it, no problem. Because my family didn't come on board with all of this, right? But I had to come to a place where I was like, this is for me. And if you don't want to join, no problem. Okay. Um, I'm going to cook this for me. I'm going to make it for me. Now, we don't cook, you know, different meals for the house. Everybody eats the same thing. But when I did that, they were like, what are you eating? Why don't we have some? <laughs> but it took me saying, I don't, it's okay. You're you, you do you. I'm going to invest in me and buy special food for me. If you want it, you want it. If you don't, you don't. So many of us don't do that. So many of us are like, oh, what do the kids want? What does my husband want to eat? You know, like, let me cater to them. And it's okay. I'll just deal with it. I'll just, no, I was like, no, I'm not doing that anymore. And, and then they came along great for them, you know, and if they didn't, that was on them. I learned to say, you know what, it's their choice. We all have free will in this life. That's their decision. No problem. <laughs> Oh, I love this so much. And I love what you were talking about with your workouts and loving it too, because I think in, in this same vein, a lot of women, when they do their workout, their focus is on how they appear to others and not this feels good. And I feel good. And I enjoy this. And I recognize that I show up different when I do this same thing, when I eat the foods I want to eat. And then I've got these curious little eyes being like, what's that? I want some too. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. When women put themselves first, everyone around them benefits. So yeah, bravo to you. And I hope that someone else hears that and it like oh trickles God. into their subconscious, at least. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Um, as you are aware, the show is called the Midlife Improvement Project. And I like to think of midlife as a time of awakening, although some people like to call it a crisis. Um, but I think this can mean different things for different people. And I'm wondering if you agree, first of all. and I'm, I'm wondering how it relates to your story. And I'm especially interested in how you shifted careers from one into the other around like the time coming into midlife. Cause I think that this is a time when a lot of women have this itch to do something different. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious to know about your story as it relates to that. That's cool. Okay. So I might have to come back to the questions, but okay. So I look at midlife. I've learned to look at midlife as my high life. Okay. So it's the period where it could actually go higher than it did before in every way. Um, energetically, spiritually, um, physically in every way it could actually go improve. So, because we have, we're in a different place. I don't know about you, but I care a little bit less about what other people think. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm more vocal. I know who I am and I'm not apologetic. I have better boundaries. You know, I've just learned to, my daughter, she's PA day and she came into my room and was not nice before this call. And I was like, not doing that not you you don't have you you can't this is my boundary you can't speak that way and it was like everything shifts so i i'm in a very different place personally as a human i know who i am i'm not wearing masks the way that i'm talking to you this is who i am in every situation you know we went through periods where i'm i was this nice person and then i was a mom and I, no i'm the same all the time so if we can get to a place where we know who we are, we're not apologetic for it, and we feel amazing, 
oh my gosh, we're unstoppable, you know? And, and that's kind of, you know, I made the shift pre forties. Um, I forget the years get jumbled up. Okay. Um, <laughs> but it, I was in, you know, it, I reached a place where I was like, is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? Is it bringing me joy? Is this my calling? I really believe that nutrition and like doing this with women is, is my calling because if I just help one person, like honestly, if I just help one person that's listening today and they benefit from it, they glean from it and they start to make changes to, I'm so like, I'm thrilled. Um, but it's like, do I want to do this for the rest of my life? Is it bringing me joy or is it just like draining the life out of me? And I worked with great people and et cetera, but it was just like, there's a something bigger that I want to do. There's something more that I want to do. What's that more thing? And I found, I knew it was nutrition. It was just, um, I had to get to that place where it was okay and everything aligned and you know the the program worked out into my schedule etc and I and I made it work but the kids were young it was hard it was um it was very stretching probably you know impacted my hormones down the road a bit <laughs> because I, it was very stretching but um it all did work out and but I had to like really what's 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 my calling what's my joy and then I made the switch Awesome. Yes. I want this for every woman as she gets to this time of life. So that's amazing and inspirational. Speaking of you and your work, can you give us a sense of if somebody's listening and their ears are perked up and they're like, oh, like I need to learn more about this. How do you work with your clients? Do they, is it online? How, like what's, what's the usual process? How do they come to find you? Tell me everything. Sure. So they find me often through my website. So um, you can go to nutritionhawaii.com. So if you're local, I'm in Ontario. I do see clients in Ontario, um, Canada. <laughs> awesome. Canadians um, rock. Yeah. And, um, and otherwise, um, a lot of people find me on Instagram. So I have um, a social media page there on Facebook. And I do weekly webinars uh, really to offer free training for women on how to get started with all of this without really necessarily even seeing me. So, uh, you know, I try to help them under like piece the puzzle together as to what might be happening to their body and how to get started with bringing their body into balance, you know, sharing some of the mistakes that I was making and what your body really needs during this time in order to heal. And if they're interested, you know, however you reach out to me, um, I do offer a free call, 45 minute call to see if what I'm offering really fits you because it might be a little bit selfish on my part. I want to work with women who I'm going to enjoy working with for a period of six months. And so we work together for six months. Um, right now I'm offering people to stay with me with other women and um, it's all one-on-one, -on -one, but there is a group aspect to stay for even longer, um, to stay for another in six months because the body takes time to make adjustments it's a gradual growth process it's not an overnight fix the hormones take time to balance we our mindset needs time to shift right 
So I, I, it's a very grace-based approach. So we're very gracious to our body and we're not stressing out during this time, right? Like, um, so um, we work together for a period of six months up to a year and you see everything change. So we do Zoom calls, everything is held over Zoom. I have a private Facebook group for all my clients. We have weekly group coaching calls. Um, um, there is blood work that you can run through your medical doctor, a hair tissue test that you run through me, as well as a dry urine hormone test, so a Dutch test. If you want um, a deeper level of um, knowledge as to what's going on, but I really could go based on symptoms as to what you're experiencing and the right answer for you. So that's an optional thing that um, people could get. So yeah, it's very individual, hands-on. Um, I'm really holding your hand through the process. All right. And so when you're holding people's hands through the process, it, a lot of it is nutrition-based. And do you then work with somebody who is taking the steps towards hormone replacement or uh, do you help people with exercise and all different aspects? Or are you focused yeah. mostly on the nutrition? No, it's nutrition, finding the right movement and navigating the hormone replacement therapy. Because I do have women who are taking um, hormone replacement therapy and they need a little bit of a different approach because the HRT will help bring things like some of the symptoms but the root issues are still there that were causing the thing to happen. And often with hormone replacement therapy, there's even more weight that's gained. So we need to navigate that, understand. And, and gosh, like we all, I don't know about you, but I had my food stuff, right? My um, patterns around food, my thoughts around food. That's a, that's a pretty big area. Like where that's where I talk about intuition and mindset, where we really need to dig in and make shifts your relationship with your body like if you're just nasty to yourself and like degrading yourself all the time that causes a whole cascade of other hormonal issues <laughs> so that's an area that we absolutely deal with so no matter where there's um so yeah it's mindset it's nutrition it's movement it's hormones um I, i'm also a life coach because i had to you know i did the nutrition and then i had to i'm like but they're not doing what I tell them to do. So I need to coach them. <laughs> so I did some life coaching to make sure that what we do is actually translates into action. Cause it's one thing knowing and another thing actually falling through and doing it. And, oh, you know, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Cause so, motivation is like, you know, yes, no kidding. Um, speaking of, you just mentioned a bunch of words and they started with M. So I'm assuming that that has something to do with what you've described to me pre-call as the triple <laughs> M method. Can you That's tell us right. a little bit more about that? <laughs> sure. So it, it's kind of what I described before. So there are three areas that I find really get us um, imbalanced and into trouble. The first one is our hormones. Our hormones are shifting. What is happening to your hormones? You know, like, do you have absolute cravings? Are you crashed? Is it insulin? We have hormones more than, right, progesterone, estrogen, and testosterone. We have a lot of hormones in our body. What's going on with your hormonal profile? That's one. Two is metabolism. What's like, what's not working well? Because metabolism is eating the food, turning it into energy. And there's often signs that that is very, you know, sluggish for you. Well, do you have psoriasis? Is there eczema developing? Do you have uh, digestive issues, GERD, acid reflux, IBS? Are there things in your metabolic process that are 
telling us that there's something broken. So we work on that. And then the third one, um, and, and integrated in all this is like, you know, meal plans and supplementation recommendations and lifestyle recommendations and et cetera, right? Like that's covered in all of this. Like I'm you know, recommending things that you eat, you try, you go back, you work, work on it. Ooh, this didn't sit well. And we look at food logs to see what's tripping up your digestion. Is this something that you're eating that is causing a problem for you right now? It doesn't mean it has to go away forever. And it doesn't mean just taking it out as a solution. It just means, is it tripping you up? And then finally, it's the mindset piece, the intuition tapping, like really being gracious to yourself, learning to love your body, learning to listen to your body and understanding, do I need this supplement for the rest of my life? What happens if I play with it? Because you're your own advocate, you know, you're, you're in, you're in charge. I like, I want women to just take ownership of their body and their life and you're in charge. You call the shots. Maybe you don't need this for the rest of your life. Maybe you play with it. Oh, I took it out. Mm, I noticed this. Okay, let me try it to add it back in and see what happens. That kind of thing is what I'm talking about. I love that so much. It's like N equals one. I tell patients all the time that no matter how great their practitioners are, they even if they're the most amazing human of all time and they're like, you love them, they don't have as much invested in your well-being as you do. So you need That's to step up and be, be in charge of your own, uh, your own outcomes. So- I love that. I um, love that. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> do it. Do it. Take it. Yeah. Um, and uh, remind us again, what's your website and what's your Instagram handle? Sure. It's both the same. So nutritionherway.com and the her is you. Okay. So her way, her, when I say her, it's your way. That was just taken. <laughs> That's why I didn't choose it. So it's nutritionherway.com. And my Instagram handle is the same nutritionherway. Amazing. All right, Laura, th thank you so much for being here. Any final words of wisdom that you want to share or the one thing that people should take away from our conversation today? Mm, yes. So what I would say is your health is really important. And um, I've not seen anybody that hasn't recovered. Um, so you're never too far gone to invest in your health and no matter what you're experiencing today, you can make nutritional lifestyle, um, changes that mindset. Okay. Being kind to yourself is really important. Um, changes that can heal your body. I've seen so many things reverse and it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of being gracious to yourself. It's a matter of doing this, the things that you need to do consistently and the body responds. It might take a little time. You might have ups and downs, ups and downs of healing, but ultimately we get there. So just invest in yourself. Invest, take the time to cook yourself good food. Go for a walk if you're not currently moving. Go sit in the sun, you know, enjoy the sun while we have it. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, do things for yourself that no one else will do. No one's going to do the work for you. I'm not going to do the work for you. You're, you know, Peggy's not going to do the work for you. You've got to do it. You've got to put yourself first and just do it. Start small. I love this. And it just reminds me of something that I tell myself all the time and I pass on to others that 
we sort of are waiting for permission. We're waiting for somebody to come and rescue us, but we get to decide. We're the ones who can make the choices that we need to make so that we can have the most amazing second half of this life and like just get after it. I love it. Yeah, it's so true. I love it. I'll take that too. <laughs> amazing. All right. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your story and your wisdom. And I'm sure that my listeners will be interested in coming to find you and say hello. And I'll share all of your links uh, in the show notes. And uh, thank you again for being here. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. That was a really good conversation. <laughs> And that's it for this episode of the Midlife Improvement Project. Thank you so much to my guest today, Lara Frenjen, for sharing her story and her expertise that I know is going to be so helpful for so many women. Remember that you are the person who has the most invested in your health. And the more you learn about your body and your health as you transition through midlife, the smoother it will go and the healthier you will be. If you get the feeling that I might be your coach and you are interested in learning more about me and my work and perhaps how we could work together, especially as you navigate the challenges and adventures of midlife, come and sign up for my mini course called Wake Up to Life 2.0. I'll send you an email every day for five days that will help you to get super clear on where you want to go next with this one precious life. Go to drpeggymalone.com forward slash wake up. Also, I'd love it if you would come and say hi on Instagram. You can find me there at Dr. Peggy Malone, and that is where you'll find me discussing my life as a 50-year-old who likes to snowboard, back handspring, and also to encourage women like you to find what is fun and adventurous for you in midlife. As usual, you'll find all of the resources and links that were mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed today's show and you don't want to ever miss an episode, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you usually listen. Until next time, my friends, stay focused and get after it. Mm-hmm.